0: Hello and welcome to A Table for One. Thanks for joining your hosts Jeanette Aycock and Shanta Langford, as we savor the single feast of life. And join us as we chat and share about the over 40 life experience. I find that men who are with builders are always ready to leave their marriages between the ages of 45 and 55 because the women have gotten too old for them and they want a young chick to make them feel young again because they're not done with life yet. They're still interested in having sex regularly. They want to ride around in a nice car and have fun again. But you're ready to sit down and watch Netflix in Lifetime because you're 45 years old, thinking that you're set for life, but you're not. What do you think about that?
1: Well think it makes a lot of assumptions about uh, where a person is in their life at this point, and um, you know, I'm I'm sure that's true of a number of people, but in in ways I think it can be rather
0: simplistic. Right.
1: Uh, Yeah, I, I just think that it be a simplistic approach, but you know what? Have you run into this species of male? That you can <laughs> say yes, right on, sister. I agree with you.
0: I haven't even run into a species of male, so I don't know what you are talking. Like, I maybe you uh-huh. know, maybe maybe I have in the sense of of men that I know in, the, in that age group who are married who are feeling that way. Uh huh. Me, you know. Uh well, I will say when I was younger, more older men did uh, did you know um approach me or show an interest, you know, so maybe, uh-huh. maybe. I mean, I think when you use generalized statements like that that it can be a, you know that that's when you get into dangerous territory.
1: Yes, I think it's sensational writing in the ter- in terms of provocative writing.
0: Right. It's like that age group between 45, 55. I mean, it's that age old middle age crisis thing. And I wonder so much, is it really middle age crisis or is it that the older you get, the more you realize why, why am I living a life that I really, I've never been happy with and I'm getting older. So therefore, you know. I want to experience the real life that I want. Well, the other thing about this, as we discussed in part one of Bob the Builder, you know, uh, she's talking about how now she wants to settle down with Netflix and she's saying, oh, he has changed, but obviously she has changed too. Right, but I mean... Well, also that's kind of like, not sexist, but all right. Yeah, the woman just wants to sit at home with Netflix, really. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of men who want to do that, you know. Um, exactly, and I think the other thing about it is she is saying that it's okay for one party, yeah,
1: to what to change, but it's not okay for the other one to change. I mean, you basically, if you're saying, well, now I just want to hang out and. Look
0: at Netflix. You've changed the contract. Well, but but do you think it's changed the contract, or as you get older, your 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 you know what you decide that you want to do changes? But I always I, I found that statement a little judgmental. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, of course he's gonna leave you, girl, because you just want to sit at home and watch Netflix. It's like, um, there's nothing wrong with wanting to watch Netflix. Um
1: especially if y'all have
0: sat at home before. See, here's the thing. If you two have always sat at home and watched Netflix and then he changes and says, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Uh He's the one who's changed the contract because they were fine for 10 years doing that. And now all of a sudden he wants to do something else or was he, did he always want to do it? You know, or did he just do it to appease someone? What is the real reasons? And and the third thing I would say is, and what's wrong with growth? Because you've done something for 10 years,
1: it's a good thing to grow and explore something new. Right. And it's great if you decide to do that together. Right. If one person is adamantly saying, no, I just want to watch my Netflix, and why can't you just continue to watch Netflix well, I can see where there is going to be uh, a little discord in the happy home, but um, I think to say, as as you have just said, to just kind of make a generalization that oh, he changed the the rules of the road. Um,
0: he wants he wants a young chick. Well, you know what I'd say. Oh, I'll, by the time this movie is over, you'll be back. So I don't. <laughs> that very, that's very true. That's very true. Cause trust and, and believe, honey. You're not gonna be out past a certain point with the young chickie, not unless you're doing, you know, some little white powder or something to keep you up. Right, right. So you'll be back. So you know. I mean, and, and there's a,
1: this this fairy tale fantasy of things, uh, you know, happily ever after. We're just gonna keep doing whatever it is we're doing until the end of time and this fairy tale that the relationship uh, is always going to proceed the way it has or that I have met the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with that may seem like heaven to one person it can feel like
0: uh, uh, an endless trap for somebody else or purgatory for somebody else yeah yeah Um, so it's interesting to see,
1: yeah, what's the dynamic in each of them? Is he leaving because it's a midlife crisis or yeah, maybe the crisis is the thought that my life is never going to be any bigger than it is right now. And my partner is okay with that. And I'm not
0: right. And, or, you know, I we've tolerated each other for this long a period. So can I tolerate this person anymore? Or, you know. Uh, And unfortunately, I'm not saying it doesn't happen because people don't make the necessary changes in the in the in the proper order, meaning having a conversation and then leaving. You don't uh decide to start having affairs or whatever without letting the person know. I'm about to end this contract, you know, <laughs> or can we re renegotiate the contract? I mean, and that's the reason why we fall into these situations because no one ever takes the proper steps into, into doing things the right way. Yeah. Then, you know, um. the uh, with more integrity than sneaking around or sitting there watching Netflix and not having a conversation, not, you know, instead of having a conversation, you You just much rather watch television, knowing that there's a problem, you know? Uh, Right. So the next thing she says is there are also many men who subscribe to using a woman as a financial plan. They use women to save up, build up their credit, pay off their student loans, build equity, get a nice car and establish a career they get them a nice roommate who makes more or equal income all the while she thinks you are all or you all are building a future and getting ready to grow old the truth is that you're getting ready to grow old by yourself while he goes and experiences his midlife crisis with the 25 year old
1: well once again this certainly is one scenario that can be going on but you know what else I'm getting from her writing is um, uh, a feeling of jadedness that and, and a deliberateness about the man in the beginning. It, it feels like, from her standpoint, this is what he got into the relationship with partner number one for. It was very cold and calculating. You know, this is my starter wife, and I'm going to... Mature and get the things that I need, and then I'll move on to my real life, or so I think.
0: Well, also it gives an indication that women are not as smart and savvy. Who's to, yeah, who's to say a woman hasn't is isn't doing that? Uh huh. You know, or is it another way of looking at? So he could be a Betty. A he could there. be Betty the Betty the Builder. You know, like. Right. I it's interesting to me that how do you know? And I mean, I, I granted, I understand. I understand the the g- general gist of what she's saying, and there is a lot of truth to it. But also, I think sometimes we feel like, oh, that poor girl, you know. And it's like, well, <laughs> maybe she knew. Maybe she knew, and and maybe I know for a fact there are a lot of women out there who do the exact same thing. Right. So it, it, it it's not looking at it from the standpoint a, of the male. Of the male, thing. but in yeah. the writing, you know, it you know, I get it where more often than not, it does happen, I think, more to women than men, of, of course. But um I maybe I'm just a romantic, so because I tend to believe that not this man this man here she's talking about, maybe mm-hmm. he didn't start off that way. I'm just saying, maybe he didn't start off thinking that way. Maybe he started off thinking that they were really going to build something together. And through that, they kind of uh, separated what they really wanted, you know, and how they wanted to live. Right. Mm -hmm. So and maybe all of the material materialistic things that they acquired over the years, maybe maybe she thought more about that than about him. Um, that, could, that could very well be. Yeah. Right? Um, and so, and maybe there is a sense that you're not appreciating me. Mm-hmm. You're appreciating what I give you, but you're not appreciating me. And I'm not saying, oh, it's always the woman's fault. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, looking at it from a different stand, you know, uh, set of of lens that perhaps maybe that's the reason. It, it, sometimes it's never just so simple as saying, oh, he just wants, he's a middle-like prices and he's going to get him as I'm a 25-year-old. I mean, yeah, in certain cases, it is. Uh-huh. In certain cases, yes, of course. Yes, but in also yes. other cases too, it's the opposite. It's the woman who's doing that. Uh-huh. But I'm saying from the other side of it, maybe, maybe it started off the way it was supposed to, and then it just they, as they grew apart, their needs changed. And it brings up
1: a, a more global issue: is how do we feel about change? at this point in our lives, compared to when we were younger? I mean, are we those who hang on to the security of monotony or the security of predictability rather than go after what it is we we want? Um, I mean, do we kind of wish we were uh, that male, if we're female, uh, that's going out and going after the younger person if that's what you want or buying the sports car, are we afraid of taking a leap uh, or what do we fear will come after taking the leap?
0: Right, well, I, and I think that that's a big reason why a lot of these people who are in these situations don't do the right thing in the beginning because if I have the safety net at home I can go out and explore, right? And if Mm -hmm. it doesn't work out, I can go back home. Instead of sitting the person down saying, this is not working for me. I feel empty. I really, you know what I'm saying? And and cutting ties and not knowing what's out there. Really, really jumping off the ledge, right? Mm -hmm. Without a safety net. Um, Definitely. Not a lot of people can do that. Um, years ago I had, uh, a a coworker who, um, I noticed that he would always sit, he would always work late. Right. And I knew he had two little kids. He was married. He had two little kids. And so one day I asked him, I said, why are you always here? You know, so late. And he said, because I don't want to go home. Uh. And I said, oh my God. He goes, yeah, I, 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 I sit here and I wait. I wait until I know she will probably be asleep and, you know, and I'll go home. So wow. fast forward, maybe four or five months after that conversation, I'd say. Um, I noticed that he wasn't working late anymore. And uh, so I said to him, I said, Hey, what's going on? You're not working late anymore. What are you know? What's happening? He goes. I I left. I left my wife, and I said, "What?" I said, "Isn't your wife pregnant? For your third baby?" He goes, "Yes." He goes, "But I left," and he goes, "The reason why I left is my father-in-law had went to the doctor, and the doctor had said that he's he was." Morbidly obese, and and the doctor had said you have diabetes, and if you don't stop eating the way you do, you you know you're going to complicate it and die, right? Mm-hmm. And his father in law said, "What else do I have?" And he said, in that moment, I saw myself, and that's what changed. And I, I left because uh-huh. I saw myself in him, and she's a lot like her mother. And I saw, I saw that that was going to happen to me. And I thought if this man, if this is all he has in his life, then what, what am I doing? And he said, it's something clicked. And I moved down the street. So I'm close to my kids and I still see my kids and everything, but I had to get out. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was so interesting because it's like a lot of times people don't leave even if they're drowning because of all the responsibilities around them, correct? So he could have very well said, well, she's pregnant, so I really can't leave, um, so I have to stay, right? Yes. But in his freedom, he found a way to still be there, but still... Get the you know make the necessary steps he needed to make.
1: Yeah, you find a way.
0: Yes, so he's, way. he's he's not neglecting his responsibilities by being there for his children, and clear you know and obviously being there for the for the birth, but you know the moment he made that that leap and that decision that you know what I can't keep doing this because I see my future is not going to get any brighter. Mm-hmm. So. I need to do something, and I just thought that was very interesting. That you never know where that click is going to come from, or who it's right. going to come from. Because I thought it was so ironic; it came from his father-in-law. Uh, yes, just with a yeah, simple, was- just with a simple kind of like, you know, a very matter-of-fact. What else? What else have I got? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. That's I just—I've I've always thought about that. I just—and let me tell you some. From that moment, I've never seen a more happier person. He was oh, and just, there, you know. Again, there's that dichotomy. Do you hold on to what you know because you know it and it's still making you miserable and all you're going to
1: end up with is misery and resentment? Or do you take that step and try to go after what you, you want? I mean, it, it could go right or it could go wrong. You've got a 50-50 chance either way. Right. And if you stay with what you've got, you have a 100% chance of getting no more than what you got.
0: Yep. Well, I guess our next episode, we will continue with Bob the Builder. Who knew Bob had so many families? <laughs> and clearly he has so many choices. So Yes, yes. So we will continue our... Our, our, our quest to find the answers for the Bob, the builder woman. Yes. uh, I look forward to more of your insights. They're (laughs) always thought provoking. Yes. Now I'll just go and watch Netflix. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed tonight's episode and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook and also check out our website table4 spelled f o u r and the number 1.com there you'll find interesting articles our episode calendar product recommendations and information on becoming a patron thanks for listening